Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Great Lake Sports Podcast. Um, you're listening to Jack and Jared. Today, we are going to be talking about the Lions. And this is going to be a little bit different of a podcast. Usually with the Lions, we talk about the games pretty heavy. Today, I think we're just, you know, maybe we'll go over some stats for some of these games. But for the most part, I think we're just going to cover what's going on with this team. Because I know it's just a one-game losing streak. But what we saw against the Bears was not promising. What we saw against the Packers was definitely not promising. And I, if you're going to go down that road, you could go all the way down. I mean, we were in a nail-biter with the Chargers. We were in a nail-biter with the Chiefs. The Chiefs weren't healthy. I mean, Kadarius Tony was on our team. so Yeah, Kadarius Tony played for the Lions for week one. We signed him to a contract. Um, <laughs> but, but no, seriously, guys, like – this is shaping up. We see what happens last year with the Vikings. The Vikings had this crazy record. If I'm remembering correctly, it was 13 wins, four losses. And most of those games, more than half, were decided by a one score, by, by one score. So a lot of those games could have gone either way. And the rumor on the street is, is this the Lions, are the Lions last year's Vikings? Yeah, I mean, the rumor is, are we overrated? Are we frauds? And, you know, if we at the first day that we did this podcast, like if we knew we were going to be eight and three, I'd be happy, man. I really would. But now that I've seen and that this team has come to fruition, this team should be better than an eight and three team. And it's because Ben Johnson's extremely good head coach. His offense is run on all cylinders. Our running game is outstanding. Our linemen are the best in the league. Okay, take that take that all away. We're eight and three. We also have the easiest schedule in the league. Almost should have lost to the Chiefs. Kadarius Tony just dropped every pass in the world. Should have lost to the Bears, really. And even if we shouldn't have lost to them because we overcame that. The Bears are one of the worst teams in the league, guys. And Justin Fields came back from a four week day from a four week break. Like that is not supposed to be that close um we're not covering the spreads anymore it's things are tightening up man it's looking a little bit like the complete opposite of last year at this point you know where we we started you saw it on defense we started getting all these turnovers on defense we're not seeing any of that now and you could talk about aaron glenn all you want but in my opinion he doesn't have much to work with can we start with defense yeah let's talk about this defense um Let's start with the players first. Um, it's a it, it's a mess, guys. It's a mess. Um, I know a lot of our past podcasts were oh, we're you know our our backups are our starters and our start like, you know then they, they can be starters. But we're starting to see a lot of these guys were backups for a reason. The reason that we didn't have them starting this year is because well, they're just not NFL caliber all the way. Maybe ninety percent of the time they are. But when they let those mistakes up, I mean, we had we had Jordan Love out here looking like primetime Aaron Rodgers, lighting us up left and right. This defense looked like Swiss cheese. Every time he dropped back, you knew they were going to make a catch. They were for chunk plays. If I remember correctly, his average was insane. Um, I'm not happy with basically any level of this defense right now. The DBs don't look fast enough. The linebackers. They're they're getting eaten alive by tight ends. The tight, I mean, Anzalone looks great. 
most of the time, but there's holes all over the place. And this this defensive line, what a, the defensive line is absolutely horrible. Hutch isn't doing anything because he can't. I'm not going to point fingers at Hutch. I still think, given another defensive end, he has potential here. But Jared, where where do the problems lie? I, I don't know. I'm looking at this defense. I'm like, what is the problem? And I don't know. I can't figure it out. I think it lies in the in the pass rush and in the defensive. It, no, just the pass rush. You could even like you said, the linebackers can't cover tight end. Blah blah blah. Well, when the QB has 20 minutes to run around and look for receivers slash tight ends. Yeah. Cam Sutton's going to lose his guy. Yeah. Anzalone's going to lose his guy because after a play breakdown like that, and it's, and it's our pass rush is just ridiculous, man. Hutchinson disappears for 95% of the game. And you know what too? He is this close to making every single play in the world, but he does not get home, man. I don't care about mm-hmm. QB pressures anymore. I seriously, I've been watching the last couple games. He needs to get home. QB pressures. All right. He pressures you to move back in the pocket, forward in the pocket, and then throw a perfect pass. No, the the pressure, the quarterback just runs it for 15 yards. Exactly. Or you pressure the QB into making a 40 yard run. Like, come on. Like, I love Hutch, Michigan man. He, it's time we accept that he yes he's not a tier one type of pass rusher like jj watt miles garrett that type of guy but he is still good and you know what he needs fucking help he needs someone else on that edge he needs, he needs someone else on the tackle. edge he needs someone else in the middle aleem's been great but he's not the only guy that can play we need someone aleem's not the best tackle on the team type of Guy, we need someone that Aleem can play behind. Like that's how good our defensive line needs to be. That's how right. good our pass rush needs to be, and that needs to be a huge, huge focus for this team. Um, right. Not to, I'm I'm gonna derail it if you're good with that on the defense. Do you want to keep? You want to say anything else? No, dude, let's derail it. Defense. All right. Is so you said you said Ben Johnson earlier. You know Ben Johnson has this great offense, great offensive line. Well, we saw against the Packers not so great offensive line stuff. We saw the second the second that our offensive line was getting messed up by their defensive line, which hey, by the way, their defense was not healthy. A lot of these guys were not starters and they came in and torched us. Um granted there were a lot of DBs that were hurt. I'm not going to say they were defensive linemen, but like this defense torched us guys and they were a lot of backups. Anywho, what the hell Goff has no ability to extend the play he is on he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league if you give him in a fucking iron pocket nobody's moving inside his pocket but the second he needs to think outside the box even if it's not scrambling even if he needs to roll out make a pass the the play goes to shit he's been throwing interceptions He's been fumbling every time the pocket collapses on him because he's not used to it. It's the the turnovers are killing us. It's like the Bears game. You had a ninety eight percent chance that the Bears were going to win that game at the end because no team comes back from turning the ball over four times and wins it. Somehow we figured it out against the Bears. You you turn it around with the Green Bay Packers. We turned it over like crazy. It's it's getting sick. Like Goff has six turnovers in two games. 
hopefully I mean, this is a cold stretch. This would have been the second game in a row Goff lost for us. If and guys, we can cheer about that Chicago win. It was fun as heck to watch. But guys, that's one of the worst teams in the league. And Goff not on the same page as his receivers. And, you know, I kind of was blaming that on the receivers because you heard a lot about that with JMO, right? Oh, he's not on the same page. He's not getting the balls. All right, take us to this game. Are the receivers not on the same page again? No, at a certain point, Jared Goff needs to take accountability. And if he keeps playing, if he keeps playing like this, that extension's gone. And you know what, too? I'm completely off the Goff ship now. He He can be... A good QB, but when this Detroit Lions team is complete, and it's not complete yet, obviously. This is the first year that we're actually winning. When it's complete, Jared Goff will and cannot be on this team. We need a mobile QB. If we had a mobile QB, we'd be very, very our offense would be very, very dominant. Very dominant, especially behind our line. I hear you, man. I'm not ready to give up on him. I think the average of Jared Goff has been extremely good. He's shown us very good stuff. Again, I did rap on him there, but like, I just think we need to get this offensive line healthy. The problem is you're past the trade deadline. You didn't do anything offensively or defensively. You knew your offensive line was prone to getting hurt. Now look, Jonah Jackson looks like the next or uh, Taylor Swift. Looks like the new DeAndre Swift. Um, he's hurt every game, getting hurt every game. And if, yeah. if he doesn't, if if he doesn't play, it's like it's just tough, guys. It's tough. I, I'm getting I'm getting to the point where all of this means nothing. If you go into the playoffs and you lose the first, I'm because I'm kind of giving up on the first seed. Yeah, we had it there for a while. You're not getting the first seed in the NFC, guys. So we're not getting that by. If right. you lose the first round of the playoffs, this eight and three record to me means nothing. Like, or whatever it ends up being. Let's say we get 12 wins. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's great. It looks good. It feels good that we won a lot of regular season games. But we were talking Super Bowl at one point with this team. And yeah, no. You and Jack, if you listen to anybody right now, any like type of first take any type of undisputed to you know to ryan clark analyzing everything they've all seen it lions are eight and three awesome guys that's awesome but we are not a contender anymore and everyone's saying that now and i hate that narrative and i didn't want that to be the narrative but guys jared goff six turnovers in two games and then you know not to take us back but our defense is absolutely atrocious that first game in the playoffs, someone might drop 40 points on us. Literally. In 100%. And we've seen how we play against these good teams. And even to next week, this is a big game for us. The Saints could end up being a team that sneaks in the back end of this NFC. There's a good chance they do. Um, so we need to we need to punch them in the mouth here, guys, because yeah. if you lose this game against the Saints, there's big question marks on whether or not that you – the division is not locked, guys. If you lose against the Saints, I, I would I would go back and argue that the Vikings, neither of the Vikings are a lock. Neither one of those games become a lock if you lose against the Saints. Dallas then becomes probably an L. Oh my gosh, guys. Vikings could come back and oh I'm I'm talking myself into a hole. I think we gotta wrap it up before I go crazy. But 
a lot of things to look at here. Um, I'm excited to give you guys more of an in-depth analysis after this Saints game. Um, you know, with the holidays and everything else, Jared and I couldn't quite line up a time to get to you guys, so we just went ahead and merged the Bears and Green Bay stuff here. Let us know in the comments, guys, what is the issue with this defense? I need to know what your opinion is because I can't tell. I still can't figure out, by minus the pass rush, which is obvious, but there's more holes than that. Tell us what you guys think. If you guys are listening on... Wait, Jack, also, I just want to say, also, comment whether you think Jared Goff is our longtime QB and and is he extension worthy? Or when this team is complete, will we have a different QB? Let us know. Because I'll add to that just quickly. They were talking, is this a 45, four, okay, it was like 40, $40 million guy? Is this a $45 million guy? Is this a $50 million guy? And then he started shitting the bed, and it's come back now. What's your number? What are you paying for Goff to keep him on this team at his production level? Thank you guys for listening. Please give us a subscribe. We're trying to get to 100 uh, subscribers. We are almost there. If you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, leave us a five-star review. And if you're on YouTube, comment. Let's get interactive in the comments. A lot of the a lot of the Pistons comments and videos have been going crazy. We want to hear from you Lions fans too. So appreciate you guys. Um, any closing words, Jay? Nope, I don't have any, man. All right, guys. Peace out. Go Lions and Pistons. Peace out, guys.